Hey everyone, this is Tyler from Smash and Grab Comics. Unfortunately, JP is not with me again tonight. Just scheduling conflicts between the two of us. I'm not sure really what's going on. Friday night, uh, excuse me, Saturday night we were supposed to get together to record, um, but um, something about his job just wasn't going to work out. And then uh, we were going to meet up at his place on Sunday, and uh, again, something came up. He said he had to leave. So... It is Monday evening, way late for a podcast for you guys. I apologize, but true to my promise, I'm going to put out a podcast every week, even if they're a bit smaller. So tonight, I'm just going to review a couple number ones with you guys, a couple new things that came out this week that I think are worth a mention. Uh, First one of them is called Number One with a Bullet, out on Image Comics. Let's see here. I picked this one up just on spec. It looked pretty cool. So we got writer is Jacob Saman, and the artist is Jorge Corona. The art in this thing is really cool. I love the way this looks. Um, <clears throat> it's quick, sketchy, but yet also very bold and colorful. Definitely think that it's worth a worth your time to check out. So the story basically is that they have this new virtual reality um, that are built into contact lenses so that um, you could wear these contacts and get the virtual reality experience uh, that you choose. And in this case, the girl, uh, she's a kind of an assistant to a talk show host. And he does a show... um, basically about whatever's new and upcoming and got i'll find his tagline here he repeats it a couple times and it's just kind of nauseating um so his name is jad davies now the show is called jad davies now and these new contacts are called iris shutter contacts um and and basically and not only can you record replay and relive but now recreate reality with iris shutter contacts and his tagline is, and as always, news doesn't happen without Jazz Davies, excuse me, Jad Davies giving it to you now. Good night. So <clears throat> the girl is testing out the contacts. She actually ends up seeing her boss dead. Um, she has to do all these kind of degrading jobs for him, like go talk to his ex-wife about uh, getting the kids' homework to him. Um she gets home and we find out that she is in a relationship with another woman and that this, uh, they're going to spend the night watching uh, shark week. The only thing I don't like about this issue is that they put a lot of, uh, tweets on there, uh, or what are supposed to look like tweets. Um, you know, I'm a little bit older than the tweeting generation. I just, I just can't get into it. So, having to read all these things, you know, it's basically a screenshot of, of all these tweets. And it's just, I don't know. It feels like lazy comic book writing. It it is a, an interesting way to give the opinions of outside people outside of the artwork, give their opinions for, uh, maybe what's going on. And and it, it is interesting that way. I just, I just don't really dig it. So anyway, um, let's see here. Flash to 
um, a bar scene where she's still trying to get some errands done for the errand boy who's missing. And then um, she gets back to work the next day. And um, spoiler, but her boss wants to see her in his office. And HR is there. And she is basically told that there is a sex video of her out there. And that uh, they're going to need to keep it contained. So we'll see how uh, things go next issue. But that that was pretty much it. Um, I really don't know if I'm going to continue on. It was well written and the story was kind of cool. But it's just not catching me to keep going. You know what I mean? Uh, but the cover is insanely cool. Um, I'm a pop artist. I love pop art. Uh, the pinks and orange on this cover and then uh, mixed with a little green are just awesome. So I definitely suggest checking it out if you have an opportunity to do so. All right. So next up, let's talk about Gravediggers Union. Uh, this one is um, <clears throat> written by Wes Craig. Uh, Toby Cyrus Cypress does the artwork. So right off the bat, we're at um, a page of just this kind of primordial goo kind of thing. It's got like a million eyes all over it. Um, and, it and the caption at the top says, Earth. And then in parentheses, a long ass fucking time ago. So I think that was pretty cool. I can't wait to, um, I couldn't wait to dig into this. So you know, we get we get about mm, two or three pages of ape-looking creatures carrying these sacks of I don't I don't even know what it looks like. It it looks like sacks full of eggs, um, and the one of them splits open and angers the pile of eyes. And, yeah, one of the monkeys ends up dead. Um, I just, I'm not really sure what's going on here. Uh, to be honest, I'm confused by this uh, page, couple's page spread. So, um, the very next page, it jumps to um, present day where they're having all these kinds of um, what they call ghost storm disaster strikes. And from the photo, it looks like a tornado that uh, it also looks like a ghost. Um, that's going on in one town. And then on the next news channel, um, zombie attack in Cleveland, uh, vampires in Brazil. Um, they got a shot of the news feed, and it looks like there's a supernaturalist uh, on that they're interviewing. And then it cuts to... Uh, the Gravediggers Union. And from what I've gathered from this comic, the Gravediggers Union is a group of people that go out and take care of this supernatural stuff. Um, to me, it would seem very Ghostbuster-like, uh, which is cool, uh, with the Ghostbuster uh, redo from last year. Um, seems pretty timely to have a comic book um, similar, but not quite exact same. So... I don't know. I really dug the issue. The artwork was insanely cool. I um, just dug the the way this guy uh, 
um, does his crap, you know. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to give too much away. It's kind of got it's very pop art again, where um, we see the halftone um, dots that uh, are popular in pop art. But then it's also got a watercolor look to it. Uh, the um, artwork is very um, sketchy, yet uh, at times detailed. I know that sounds um, like that just doesn't make sense, but this issue is just awesome. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to read issue number two with this. Uh, one of the gravediggers, he finds a body that has a um, medallion around its neck and he takes the medallion and somehow it's tied to his daughter um, it's kind of hinted at in this uh, but we don't quite know how um, yeah I don't know it's kind of fun the guys go back to the office like uh, like cops would go back to the precinct and they're getting chewed out by their boss and it is just a lot of fun you know, it's kind of like if Ghostbusters were, were a um, on a large scale, like a police department or a fire department of a large city. And that's just kind of the vibe I got from this book. Um, so I definitely would give it uh, the thumbs up to go check out. Um, you know, again, from Image Comics, uh, number one, uh, Gravediggers Union. Um yeah, I just don't know what else to say about it. It's it's cool. Um, I'm definitely going to read issue number two. Uh, I can't say whether I'm going to keep going uh, on and on and on. Uh, what I do like, though, is that the letters page so far, and I know there aren't any letters yet, but so it, it's it's set up to look like a, a local chapter. So at the t top, it's got their, uh, their letterhead, Gravediggers Union, uh, under that local number 606. It's got a real address on here. I I don't know where it actually goes in real life. Then it's got a phone number that looks like a legit phone number, a uh, fax number, and then it has all the creators' names and um, Twitter, uh, at West Craig Comics, at Punk Rock Jazz for Tony Cypress, at um, I am Nico Guardia for Nico Guardia, and at Jared Fletcher. So, I don't know, it is a really cool letter to, you know, quote-unquote new members, uh, written by Wes, Wes Craig. Um, I, again, I really can't say too much about it. Definitely go check it out. Um, it's well worth $3.99. That is it for my number ones this week, and it took way less time than I was anticipating. So, I'm just going to go right in and talk about Lazaretto number three. Uh, Lazaretto is a series I've been reading lately uh, that I just totally dig. College campus has been, been hit with this um, virus of some kind, and they don't know what's going on. So um, they basically quarantined everyone who's sick with it. It's similar to the flu. They're calling it a canine flu. Um, <clears throat> the uh, Again, I, I want to... This is out by Boom Studios. Boom has been putting out some cool, cool shit lately. So uh, don't pass them by when you're in the comic book store. But this issue is written by Clay McLeod Chapman and illustrated by Jay LeVang. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. But um, super cool artwork. Again, it's that sketchy um, 
look to it uh, with watercolor. That seems to be a trend lately that um, I'm not minding too much. It sounds, or you know, it's not bothering me too much because it is. It works. It works for these zombie books, these end of the world books, and um, this seems to be what everyone's into now. And, and honestly, I'm digging it. So, getting into it, we're right in the middle of day three of this outbreak. The college students are quarantined to a certain dorm. Everything's going to hell. The um, RAs of the dorm have pretty much abandoned them. Uh, the ones that are not sick, the ones that are sick, are in there and just partying it up. One of the RAs has kind of created a cult and has all these women hanging on him. Um, but one of the locked-in students is starting to get a little cabin feverish. He has got to get out. He's not showing any symptoms yet, so he's kind of freaking out. But he's got a friend there with him. Um, her and him are making their way through. Um the dorms trying to find a way out and as we progress through the comic book it's evident that she is displaying more and more symptoms of having the virus and so <clears throat> uh one of my favorite panels is this double page spread of how to keep your campus safe and know your symptoms uh and it's got all these um what to look for phase you know body phases that kind of stuff uh, if you can hear that jingling, those are my dogs, Chloe and Lila. Uh, they just pushed open the door to the room I'm in and decided that they needed to be part of this. So uh, they're pugs, so you're going to hear some snorting. I'm not really in the mood to kick them out because I'm, I'm on a roll right now. Anywho, let's get back to the comic. Uh, so on this keeping your campus safe, know your symptoms thing, it's got all these um, what to look for kind of things and and a little bit of terminology. And some it's got a male and a female figure, and somebody has scribbled all over them with some pretty um, fun graffiti. I like the woman. She's got a halo, some wings, um, some clamshells covering up where her breasts would be, um, a fig leaf um, down in her pubic area. The male... Same thing, except he's got devil horns and a pitchfork, and he has an upside-down leaf over his uh, genital region. Next page, we cut back to the girl that looks fairly sick that's hanging out with her um, non-symptomatic friend, and they're trying to figure out what to do. They, uh, He is literally just going insane. So they get a group together, and convince one of the guys to go through a mm, air duct and so they tear the duct out and he able to get out and realizes that there is basically a giant bubble around the entire um building so he takes a knife and he cuts through it and he is immediately uh zapped and tased till he is down on the ground uh basically there's four guys zapping him at the same time um definitely looks painful really painful um so someone has the bright idea that it'll get people's attention to let them out if they light a fire so this sets off the sprinkler system which then in turn starts to flood the building so i don't know uh doesn't look like anyone's coming in to rescue them and the building is starting to flood the ra is going insane um a couple of the 
um, students had made their way to the roof just in time to see a fellow student throw herself off of the building to land on the ground where the um, hazmat uh, the people in hazmat suits a spray her down um, with some kind of letter fluid, um, light her on fire, and burn her to a crisp. Uh, so these other two uh, on the roof are just freaking out. And the girl that's being uh, seeing has been seeing symptoms on herself of being sick. She is running towards the edge of the cliff, um, seeing her mother, it looks like, come that she learned that we learned earlier has recently died. So she's running towards this, uh, um, what do you call it? Kind of a hallucination, I guess, of her mom. And she's just about to step over the edge of the building. And that's where it says, to be continued. So, people, from my mouth to your ears, go pick up Lazaretto. Lazaretto number three. Um, number one and two, I'm sure, are still out there. Um it's it's awesome. Honestly, I'm I'm pumped that I got it. I'm pumped that JP um, turned me on to it. So, hi Chloe, how are you? Look at my puppy girl. Okay, so um, I think I'll cover one more book um, just because I am totally digging Walking Dead right now. I mean, I always dig Walking Dead, but get down, Chloe. Get down. Sit. Okay, Walking Dead number one seventy three. Uh, picks up right where the last issue left off, where Jesus is about to be um, um, hit from behind by uh, one of the Whisper people. I don't know if that's what they're actually called. Um, and but he he was aware that they were there, so he he takes this guy out pretty quick. And Jesus's boyfriend wakes up and totally um, caught off guard. And um, <clears throat> so. They quickly realize that they have with these whisper people. They wear the skin of the the dead um, as a mask, Hannibal Lecter style. It's pretty pretty gruesome. See, this will be one of those things, one of these times where it'd just be awesome to chat with uh, John Paul and you know make some disgusting joke about you know wearing someone's skin. Um, I'm sure it would be perverted and sexual in nature, which would be pretty awesome. It's hard to make those kinds of sexual jokes and innuendos without my partner right here. But Hey, we got to roll with it. Um, you know, and there's times I got to be gone too. And you know, shit happens. But John, if you listen to this after I put this out, I miss you, buddy. I really fucking miss you. Anyway, back to the story. Uh, they've attracted the attention of quite a, quite a few zombies and they, they don't, I guess they don't realize that, um, the whisperer is a real man because, uh, Jesus is like, how are you so fast? Uh, but, um, the guy comes back out of nowhere and gets the upper hand on Jesus and wants to take him out. Um, as we go through the issue um, we realized that um, the guy that was wearing the skin, they get the skin off him, and they recognize the guy. And um, uh, Jesus says, holy shit, you're right. That The basketball player, 
He was in a movie once and was in all those car commercials. What was his name? Uh, Jesus' boyfriend. It was, and then the guy that they took the skin off goes, no, I have no name, no name, no. And then uh, what? He just collapses to the ground. And Jesus says, well, that's a hell of a commitment to the whisperer way of life. Um, God, I cannot think for the life of me what Jesus' boyfriend's name. Anyway, he goes, shit, I saw him in a play once. Really? Yeah. Had a boyfriend into basketball right after college. Jesus gets a little kind of miffed and he goes, weird. Um, boyfriend goes, not really. I used to go for the athletic types. Funny. Uh, but anyway, we're going to skip over to uh, what's going on with Maggie right now. Um you know, she's looking over some maps and trying to get their bearing on where they uh, need to be getting going to. Um, just kind of a one-page scene. Carl, on the other hand, is having some lady trouble. Okay, Carl's got a girlfriend. Okay, can I just talk about Carl for a second? That hole in his face is so damn gross. Even in the black and white comic book. Uh, you just kind of wonder where the hell does that hole go to? Because on a normal person's face in real life, if they had, um, it shot out, it would end, right? You'd see the back of it, some goo, some whatever, uh, some, some skull, but Carl's, it just seems to go in and on and on. It's so disgusting. Um, anyway, Carl, 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 fix your fucking face, man. Um, Anyway, Carl's got his new girlfriend, um, but, you know, Sophie is, in typical girl fashion, she's trying to make the girlfriend jealous a little bit. So she, she goes and drops all the crap she's carrying, and Carl jumps up to go help her, which infuriates the girlfriend. By the way, guys out there that have a girlfriend and a girl that's a friend, unfortunately, you can't have both. Girlfriends do not like girl friends. All right? Lesson to all the younger listeners out there. You know, we really shouldn't have any younger listeners. This show is rated triple X, man. This is this is gross. Uh, anyway. Let's um, jump back over to the Whisperers, and we see that some of the whispers they don't want to wear the skin they think that's gross and um they're just not being part of the group um and so they basically get kicked out they get kicked out because they are not wanting to wanting to participate in that portion of it and right at that minute aaron that's the guy's fucking name aaron aaron and uh, jesus get to the scene and basically shut these whisperers down and the guys that didn't want to uh, join in are off the hook cut over to uh, old one-armed rick uh, looking a little grisly in this uh, issue he's uh, still grieving over andrea and he's sitting at her um tomb and basically telling her he misses her and good night andrea he says um some of the other um People on site, you know, they, they definitely notice that Rick is in pain and they're trying to figure out what to do about it. Um, 
cutscene to uh, the trains where they're supposed to meet somebody and the group that had found the uh, new girl. God, what's her name? I keep wanting to call her Jubilee. She looks like Jubilee from X-Men. I mean, I guess, I think it's cool that they got a new character and, um, you know, gives uh, collectors a new issue to fawn over. But this girl is a direct X-Men uh, 1990s ripoff of Jubilee. Um, anyway, I don't want to, like, spoil the ending here, but definitely pick up this issue. It's worth it. Um, every Walking Dead issue is just packed with awesome. So get out there, get the issue, find out what's going on. Uh, okay, comic lovers, I need your help. I need everybody to go out right now. I'll wait. Go out to iTunes or your favorite podcasting app uh, where you get your podcast from. Go out there, Android listeners. Um, uh, you can do the same. Leave a comment. Leave a comment and leave a rating. You know, give me a one. Tell me what a what a load of shit all this comic book stuff is. That's cool. I don't mind. But get out there. Um, let me know. I want to make as good of a podcast as I can. I want it to be entertaining and cool and fun. Um, just running into some issues right now with scheduling with um, John. Um, let's be honest. John carries this podcast as far as a host goes. Um, I'm definitely the man behind the scenes. Um, basically, um, I've always wanted to make a podcast um, asked John if he wanted to be part of it, and he's like, yeah, boom. Uh, that was it. And I asked John because he's a really outgoing guy, and he really has a presence and a persona when he's on. Um, so, you know, not judging by this episode, but judging by our other episodes where John and I are, you know, uh, on fire, just bouncing back and forth and bouncing out of our seats most of the time. Um, let me know how we're doing, you know. Uh, there's a podcast out there, and uh, I'm going to name check them because I think that they um, should know. And I'm putting it on my own podcast because they'll just delete it off their comment board. But um, the Barely Friending podcast, okay? I love this podcast. It They are so fun and I love hearing about the comedy lifestyle, but they continually ask for comments and then say only if they're good. Well, I guess that's fine if you want to stroke your ego, but don't you want some of those um, comments that are not quite so easy to hear so that you learn how to improve? That's just me. Um, but... I know they only want the positive ones because um, they're trying to avoid having people go on there and just write, you suck, and then give them a one because then that brings them down um, in their ratings. It gives them a lower score, and I understand they don't want that, but they're also preventing some, sometimes some pretty critical feedback, and I, for one, have been reluctant to leave any um, 
you know, on things that are definitely, um, um, not criticisms. I would say a critique. Um, because my podcast is not perfect. And so if either of those two from, uh, the barely friending podcast happen to listen to this, um, I want them to know this is not coming from a place of judgment. Um, I just have some ideas that I think would work uh, really well if they were to mm, stop doing them on their show. But um, my point is I I will wade through the horrible comments if there's any left on mine. You know, the ones that are they're really not serious. They're just trying to make me feel like crap. Uh, and that's fine. But if you have some honestly, any kind of, uh, legitimate feedback for me, good or bad, uh, one or a five, I don't care. Uh, let me know. I, I'm all about making the best product I can. Um, for those that know me personally, um, I'm an artist by trade. Um, so I'm always up for hearing constructive criticism, feedback, critique, whatever you want to call it. So, you know, get out there. Um, let me know you care. And the other thing I wanted to mention is that we now have a Patreon account. Um, if you like this show, if you like what we're doing and you want to hear more of it, can you guys hear that in the background? One of my kids is yelling downstairs. I'm at home. I'm usually not at home recording. And I did have the door to the room I'm in shut. But like I said, my dogs kicked it open. Um, there's some pretty serious pugs when they get locked outside of the room. They don't like it. Um, back to what I was saying. I've got a Patreon account. So if you like what we're doing and you want to support podcasts and you want this to continue, um, Patreon, www.patreon.com slash smash and grab. Uh, that's S M A S H N G R A B. Um, you know, you can commit to a dollar a month uh, on up. It doesn't stop. And I'm going to be offering some um, prizes or rewards, I guess, if you will, for different tiers of commitment to helping this show stay running. Um, you know, I buy comic books anyway, but there's additional costs to doing a podcast. Um, hosting costs, for one, um, get expensive. Um, being able to put out a podcast once a week for you guys um costs hosting wise i mean it's just under 50 bucks a month so uh you know if you have it in your heart and want to help out i will not turn that down i would love to give you guys any kinds of shout outs you can i'll send you some stuff out of my personal comic book collection um, i'm trying to think of some other tier rewards that we can do that i don't want to copy some of the um stuff that one of my other favorite comic book cod podcasts um is already doing but um yeah i'll think of something creative um i don't know maybe send you my favorite recipe or something like that um you know what, maybe I'll even have my wife uh, bake you guys a batch of cookies. You know, for everyone that donates uh, $10 a month, uh, maybe you'll get some homemade cookies. That would be pretty freaking awesome, actually, because my wife is an amazing um, cookie baker. 
Um, she also makes amazing homemade pizza, um, lasagna, chicken. We make, you know, I could go on forever. My point is, is that we would greatly appreciate any kind of uh, monetary help you can give, and in return, uh, we'll make it worth it for you. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, send me an email. Um, I would really like to have any suggestions on books I should be reading. Um, yeah, I want new titles. I'm always looking for new stuff. Maybe there's an old title that I've missed and you want to hear a review of it, I would love to do that. Um, I'm currently going back through, you know, stories that have been out for a while and they've kind of been forgotten a little bit. I'm actually rereading Kick-Ass right now, and honestly, it's hilarious. And let's be honest, it kicks ass. Um, I'm going to start rereading Invincible from the beginning uh, since it's ending. Um, I kind of want to give it a uh, run-through all the way. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. If anyone else has any suggestions for the show, check us out on Facebook. You can join our group. Um, follow me on Instagram. Um, yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed, ladies and gentlemen, JP will be back next weekend so that you don't get me rambling for 33 minutes about... Nothing. It's a couple comics, a couple comics, and um, just my own personal thoughts. So, um, hope you guys have a great week. Um, get out there, read your comic books. Um, yeah, send me an email. Um, I don't have one set up for Smash and Grab comics right now, uh, but send one to me personally. It's Tyler Dot Johnson, one 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 six at gmail dot com. Again, Tyler.Johnson1116 at gmail.com. Well, I think that about does it. I'm going to wrap it up. So for Smash and Grab Comics this week, this is Tyler saying goodbye.